Will you accept this rose? Didn't Brendan and Piper get the same treatment as Chris? Where's Kendall? When the heck did Judge Joe show up? Who knows? These are all questions that we do not know the answer to, and I'm very confused about the fact that Joey's uh, opening up the show. What's <laughs> up, Joey? How you doing? What up? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I don't know. You got to shake things up. We're gonna we're gonna shake things up. What were the questions you asked again? What 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 was that? <clears throat> well, there's just a lot of questions spinning in my head right now, but some of them are. I mean, what happened? Like, why did Brennan and Piper get off scot-free and Chris is out to the firing squad? Yeah. And then also, what happened with Kendall? We thought it was the pinnacle moment of the whole season. Right. She's not even on camera. And then Joe, grocery store Joe, should be the nicest guy of all time. And all of a sudden, he's laying down the law. I mean, I mean, when they say paradise got flipped upside down, normally I don't buy into that, but... I would say it's true. It it, it, it certainly is. Uh, well, how is everybody doing? It is a Wednesday, September 8th. As you can hear, uh, Joey is here as well. Joey, how are you doing? I'm I'm shook. I mean, I am. I mean, we I mean, I am floored. We got so much content. It was like we hadn't been getting any good content like the last like, I don't know, however long oh, this that's show has been not, on. That's not true. We've been getting some fantastic content night in and night out, haven't we? As as it relates to Paradise. I mean, I know Paradise is kind of a more in-your-face. It's more the drama is a little bit more obvious, and it's kind of easier for drama to be created. But in terms of what I'm, in terms of what I'm seeing, I mean, we're getting some pretty fantastic television night in and night out, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, like, I guess I, I take it back. The season has been good. But this week really ramped up. I mean, this is that was some of the most intense, drama-filled. I mean, if they said this is the most dramatic season yet, I'd I'd probably buy it. You would buy into it. Um, I was that that leads me to my opening question for you, which was going to be: Is this the craziest you have ever seen Bachelor in Paradise as it relates to the drama, as it relates to kind of the disrespect of certain contestants? Um, is this the wildest you have ever seen Bachelor in Paradise? If it's not, I can't imagine what is because, I mean, holy smokes. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely super unique because they a lot of times talk about stuff outside the show. Like I mentioned, the stagecoach thing happened. They talk about Instagram followers, but never on this level have we seen so many things happening outside the show and coming on to Paradise. I mean, there's been so much that's happened and it's been such a big focus. It's kind of like it's been kind of building, I think, in years past. And it just seems like it's coming to a point on this season. I mean, we have so much going on outside. I mean, we got uh, Piper and Brendan. Now we have Chris and Alana, which no one knows who either of those people are. Who I is mean, who, who is? I'm not kidding. Who, what, when, where, why is an Alana? What is an Alana? I watched Matt James's season. Everybody knows I'm not the biggest Bachelor historian out there, but I watched and analyzed Matt James's season with an iron comb, Joey. I, that was the first season we did our podcast, right? So I watched that season very intently because I was doing a podcast about it. 
Alana was on Matt's season? She must have been a night one boot ski. And they gave her a spot on Paradise? I thought Paradise was for, like, contestants that people know. What is an Alana? Let's just maybe start with that. What is an Alana? I have not the slightest clue. Yeah. Didn't know when she came on to Paradise. Still don't know now when she left. I mean, yeah, it's, it's so interesting because you're right. Usually people, because I feel like there's, like, a couple classes of Bachelor people. There's, like, Bachelor A-list which is the people of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Right, like the Hannah Browns and the Becca Kufrins of the world, right? Exactly. You got you got all those people. Sure. And you got like B-listers and like, I would even say like B-listers are more like a Joe. Sure. Like if you had to put it in Instagram followers, I would say B-listers are like 500,000 to a million. Right. And then A-listers are like a million plus. So sure. like some of the B-listers now, you got like, Grocer Joe, like Abigail, I saw even has over 500,000 followers. Now. Abigail kills it on Instagram. Yeah. And I love yeah. seeing that. I love it when the contestants that I like pick up mad IG followers. Abigail's got mad Instagram followers. Grocery Store Joe's got mad Instagram followers. I love seeing that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree. And so, yeah, but now we're getting like a bunch of these C-list people on there. And I would, I'd say C-list is like under 100,000 followers. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess my math didn't really check out there. Or, but or under, under 500,000, I guess. Or if you're Elena and you're just a night one boot. Yeah. Can we yeah. even call you a C-lister? Are you even a lister at all? I mean, yeah, I don't even know what you are at yeah, that point. Not, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll do respect to Alana, but I don't know who you are. Yeah. I, I have no idea either. And, and it seems like what they did this season a lot is they brought people on just based off if they hung out outside the show. And because there's this list, there's a list of people. They say, who do you want to see? Who do you want to see? And I, I thought it was kind of unofficial, but it seems pretty official. Like they ask them, you're going to be on the show. Who else do you want to see? Come on. And I think this outside. Wait, influence- I'm sorry to interrupt you. Will you say that again? Did you say they'll ask contestants that are coming on the show who they want to see on the show? Yeah. Oh, that's really? why. That's why. Yeah. So that's when you, you hear them say, they'll say like, Oh, I really wanted to see so-and-so. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So when they, what they'll do is I'll have like, I think they have a core group of people they want to bring on and then they'll ask those people who from the bachelor franchise do you want to see on the show? And so I think that's where we're getting a lot of these other like random people coming on and they do such a good job scripting or like making it look like, Oh, it's just by happenstance this person showed up, but right. it's never that way. Right. Right. And of course, Brendan asked that pipes would be there. I imagine pipes that asked uh, that Brendan would be there. Correct. Oh yeah. hundred, hundred, hundred ten percent. Here's the first question I want to ask regarding the episode. I think this is the most glaring unresolved unanswered question that we got. And it was something you alluded to in the intro when the pitchforks and the torches came out, they were completely pointed at Chris and Alana, mainly Chris, right? Because Alana was just kind of kind of sucked into it. Alana, they didn't really care about Alana. Alana even said, you guys want to hear what I have to say? And they all said no to her. Do you remember that? Just flat out no. No, that was kind of, I didn't like that. Like, let, let, let her speak. Um, why did the pitchforks and torches come out in full force for Chris and Alana? But Brendan and Piper seemed to get a free ride. Why, why did it go down like that? Do you have any idea what... Judge Joe and Riley are doing here. Um, I don't understand why the pitchforks came out for Chris and Alana and Piper and Brendan got a free ride. That seemed to be the most obvious glaring thing that happened on this episode that left me completely confused and with no resolution given. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. It was it was like maddening to watch that unfold because you knew Piper and Brendan were just chilling and la la land hanging out. Having some drinks, 
you know, away from all of the madness. Right. And we, exactly. they weren't even They're in the Scotch camera free. shot. Yeah. I mean, that, that was absolutely maddening. And it, it's so interesting, too, because I think Chris actually seems like a good guy, in my opinion, from what I saw, because we sure didn't see him on a normal season. But I thought he. Oh, Chris is Chris is another no namer. Oh, Nobody Chris, knows Chris I think was a night one boot. I have no <laughs> idea who Chris is. Okay. Yeah, and he literally, I I believe him. I mean, he handled himself horribly. Like if he liked Jasenia at all, even if he didn't think he was going to be with Jasenia, you don't just randomly make out with someone new night one. Even if you have a pass with them, right? No, I it mean, was it wasn't a cool move. There's it, no yeah, doubt about it that. It was not a good move. And, and, um, and Chris felt very regretful. You could tell he felt very regretful. Here's the first thing I want to say about it. Chris and Alana, they did not leave paradise together. The, it seemed that pit, these pitchforks are out with mainly Joe and Riley, mainly Joe that's leading it. And the pitchforks are out for Chris and Elena because what Joe is saying is that you, is that Chris and Alana must have had some kind of established relationship before the show took place. That is not true. They may have talked beforehand, but what Chris said to Alana was, hey, I got I got pitchforked out of paradise. You kind of, Alana, you kind of indirectly got pitchforked out of paradise. Do you want to leave together? And what Alana said is, no, I don't know you well enough. So for the pitchforks to come after Chris and Alana, that does not make any sense to me because there obviously wasn't a, a super strong connection. Instead, what ended up happening was they got to that party and then Chris, uh, you know, Chris, Alana showed up. And then Chris, for whatever reason, while Jasenia was there, said, sorry, I'm going to go hang out with Alana. Alana's my new girl now, leaves Jasenia in the dust. A completely uncool move. It was not an okay move. But my question for you, Joey, is this. Is that unlike anything you've ever seen in Paradise before? What Chris did to ditch Jasenia and go with Alana like that right in front of her face? Is that unlike anything you've ever seen before? I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely can happen. And that's the thing. It's, it's not, it has happened before, right? I mean, new people will walk down on the beach and people will leave people they've been in relationships with. Exactly. That's what I'm saying is this seems to be, this seems to be the name of the game. Tammy did the same thing. It's not cool. It's an uncool move, but all I'm seeing is people making uncool moves. Every single time I look at the screen, somebody's making some kind of an uncool move that's going to be disrespectful to somebody else. So for the pitchforks to come out for Chris and Elena didn't make sense to me, considering they must not have had a super strong connection beforehand because they did not leave Paradise together. Now, contrast that with Piper and Brendan. Piper literally said, Brendan is my boyfriend. We are dating. She said that. She said that on the camera. Brendan is my boyfriend. We are dating. Not leaving much to the imagination there, are we, Pipes? Um, Piper and Brendan, um, Piper said that her and Brendan have hung out 10 times. Piper visited Brendan in Boston. Piper went and flew to Boston to go hang out with 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 uh, with Brendan for who knows how even how how long. Just the two of them hanging out day after day after day after day. There is an established connection here. So for grocery store Joe and Riley to take out the pitchforks and the torches and point them at Chris, but to give Brendan a free ride, as as far as my eyes can see, is complete hypocrisy. 
It is complete hypocrisy. Joey, you know Grocery Store Joe is my boy. I love Grocery Store Joe. I think he's the man. I think he's awesome. For him to come after Chris the way that he did and to to let Brendan have a free ride was not okay. Grocery Store Joe did not handle things correctly. Riley did not handle things correctly. They should have brought Brendan into that conversation as well. I imagine that Brendan will get that wrath at some point, but for them to do this to Chris first makes no sense. And Joey, it's also, it, it's, it's, it's disrespectful to Natasha because what Grocery Store Joe and Riley are doing is they're sticking up for Jasenia here, right? They're, they're coming to Jasenia's defense on this whole Chris thing. And then Natasha's kind of sitting there being like, what about me? This same exact thing is happening to me with Brendan, but you're not sticking up for me. You're sticking up for Jasenia. And, and Natasha expressed that. She expressed some frustration. She actually said something like that. She said, I'm going through the same thing, but they're not sticking up to me. What Grocery Store Joe and Riley did was indirectly disrespectful for Natasha to Natasha. I do not, of course, believe that their intention was at all to be disrespectful to Natasha, but it was. It was indirectly, and Natasha has a right to have some kind of not super good feelings towards Grocery Store Joe and towards Riley because I bet, I, I bet that she felt pretty ignored by the rest of the beach. The beach really came after the wrong people here, in my opinion. And then Brendan and Piper are kind of cheersing to being there for the right reasons. Do you remember that? At the very end. <laughs> At the very end, tail end of the episode, they all cheers. They said, rest in paradise to Chris and to Elena. Here is to being single and to being here for the right reasons. And Brendan and Piper are literally there cheersing. And I'm thinking to myself, what in the hell is going on here? Am I wrong? I mean, where am I wrong here? I'd love for you to let me know where I'm wrong here. Because this doesn't seem to make any sense and I really didn't appreciate the way Joe and Riley handled this without bringing Brendan into the conversation thoughts yeah no I mean I I completely agree with with that whole take I mean I think that honestly it's pretty unbelievable that I know I know there's a lot of things that the beach didn't see that we saw behind the scenes of them filming with Brennan and Piper. Sure. <laughs> However, and it, I think it was a little bit more blatantly obvious with Jasenia and Chris because Chris just made out with Alana in front of Jasenia and everyone. So I think it was a little bit more in your face. I, I good, good point. Yeah. Good I, point. I hope that Brennan and Piper, even though. I, so, OK, let me take a step back with Brennan and Piper. I never, I never liked Brendan. I never liked that guy. Could never trust him at all. He talked so slow. I knew there was, was something so up with him too. Calculated. Yeah. Yeah. It came off as so calculated the whole time, even before Piper showed up. Like when he was talking to Natasha, when he was talking to roughly anybody, honestly. Um, anyways, I did really like Piper though, um, which which is a bummer to see her kind of, kind of Brendan's sidekick. It seems. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I. I Regardless whether I liked Piper or not, they need to feel the wrath. They need to feel the wrath of the beach. It's pretty. Uh, it actually was making me so mad. I agree with your whole take. That, yeah. That there was such this double standard, and I agree with you. I, I mean, it was pretty obvious they were sticking up for Justinia, right? Like it was like they had your Justinia's back. It was very clear. But I agree with you. They were the beach was not that upset with Brendan and Piper, and it, and I agree with you. I think it's 
it was indirectly disrespectful to Natasha, but I, I think it's probably pretty obvious. Like, you know, after everything that went down with Chris, um, especially like you think what is pretty obvious, like that, that there's, there's disrespect from the beach towards Natasha. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, I, I think there is. I mean, that's gotta be pretty obvious. I, I, I don't yeah. think their intention again is to be disrespectful. I think Natasha has, has proven herself to be a very kind person, a very well-liked person. I don't believe anybody wants to be disrespectful to Natasha. I actually saw grocery store Joe and Natasha host a podcast together along with Tasha. So they're obviously friends. I know that the intention is not to be rude, but it is. It is it is rude for grocery store Joe to take out the pitchforks and to point them at Chris and to give Brendan a free ride. Um, do you like Piper still? I it's so funny. She was one of my favorite contestants on matches because you did exactly. You I did. Loved I, her. I, I really liked Piper because I liked her for the same reason that I like Serena P. And it's just because Piper told it like it is. I felt like she wasn't. She came off to me on that season is not fake, is genuine. Right, um, right. It sounds looks like maybe I was wrong, but it, I liked it because she just didn't hold back. It felt like she wasn't being politically correct for TV and all of that. But honestly, some of the stuff they were saying off the camera, I mean, it was mainly Brendan. Uh, he was he was the ra- main ringleader, I think, like being like, well, Natasha didn't have any prospects unbelievable thing that to was say. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm gonna get to some of the yeah. unbelievably disrespectful and horrible things that brendan said to natasha and about natasha unbelievable yeah. stuff yeah but, but to kind of close the loop on piper i mean honestly i yeah i mean she didn't really show it's, it's interesting because brendan was trying to cover it up right in their dinner conversation he was trying to kind of keep it pc right and then piper kind of blew his cover she's yeah, like she did we are dating so but in a way that actually makes me like Piper still because she almost was kind of trying to play it straight. But then at the same, but at the same time, <laughs> I get it's what like, you're saying. Yeah. yeah, she was like actually trying to be honest. She was trying to be for, honest. For what it's worth. Brendan, Brendan was like, Brendan was like, yeah. So I don't mean to. He's like, you know, I don't mean to brag, but you know, a lot of girls are coming up to me and talking to me. I kind of have a thing with Natasha and Piper's like dude, you realize we're dating, right? <laughs> you don't have to beat around the bush about this, all right? We're dating. Piper said, I want to pick up where we left off, is what Piper said. And as soon as she said that, I was like, okay, there's something very, very real going on here. And then Brendan kind of said, yeah, no, we're dating. I know we're dating. <laughs> and, then from, <laughs> and then from there on out, uh, and then from there on out, they didn't really look bad. Piper had one of the worst lines of the episode. What Piper said to Brendan when they were hanging out was Piper said, thanks for paving the way for me. That comment bothered the hell out of me because what she is essentially saying is thank you for dragging Natasha through the mud. Thank you for getting your roses to Natasha, being as distant as you possibly can while maintaining a romantic connection with Natasha, dragging her through the mud, kicking her to the curb, and bringing me on the show on national television instead of us dating at home so we can pick up followers. Uh, you want to talk about their follower situation? It ain't good. It ain't pretty over there in Brendan and Piper world. Brendan has lost 80,000 followers in the last, I think, two days. That That's insane. He had, had 350,000 followers about two days ago. Now he has about 270, I think. Natasha, on the other hand, has picked up about 200,000 followers in the last two days. The justice that Bachelor Nation is serving up is pretty satisfying to see because they all are on the show for followers. I'm sorry, but they are. I'm not saying that that's the main reason that they go on, but it's probably one of the most important reasons they're all on there is to boost their own 
um, their own brand, so to speak. Going on Paradise is a huge move to boost your brand. So when Brendan and Pipes are talking behind the scenes and they're scratching the microphone, trying to make sure people don't hear them, Brendan is saying, I pretty much have incriminated myself. They're talking about the amount of followers they have. It's frustrating as a viewer to see for Bachelor Nation to step up and unfollow Brendan and Pipes and to follow my girl, Natasha, who deserves so much better than she got. I'm, I am so impressed with Natasha. I'm going to talk about how impressed I was with Natasha, her maturity. Um, N- Natasha is just, I can tell, is an awesome, awesome person. Joey, any thought on the Instagram fallout that took place with Brendan and Pipes and the... Um, uh, the Instagram boost that Natasha got and very, very well deserves. I want nothing but the best for Natasha. Yeah, I mean, I I can't believe it. I've definitely, definitely never seen an Instagram follow at this level ever. And people have done some pretty bad things yeah. on the show before that's, you know, that's out there. And I have never seen a follow at this level. And I think it's because people really liked Brenda and they did. I mean, he had 300,000, 300, what was it? 50, 50, 50 yeah followers people really like that guy like i said not trying to say i told you so i never liked them but i always just I, I just couldn't trust him he always felt kind of slimy to me um but people really liked him and i can't believe it i mean i mean talk about it backfiring on them so hard i mean i i bet you they had no idea this could ever even possibly happen and obviously that's why they went on the show right to gain more followers I'm sure if they could do it again, I mean, Brendan would have how taken did, his 350,000 followers and ran with it. How, like, how did they not think that through beforehand? How did they not think it through beforehand? That there were always going to be cameras on them. There were always going to be microphones on them. They were all, they, they're in the contract. ABC, I'm sure, says we can manipulate this in however we want to. How did it not come to their mind that they would get caught doing this? I have absolutely no idea. Here's the first question I want to ask about Brendan. What are your thoughts on his connection with Natasha before Piper even arrived? I think that's an important question to ask is, is the, the, the connection, they were the ones kind of exchanging roses was Brendan and Natasha thoughts on the connection that Brendan and Natasha had before Piper even arrived. Yeah. I mean, I think the fact that he held off to kiss her for so long speaks volumes that that it just was not a romantic connection at all um and i just felt like yeah he never i mean natasha it's interesting because natasha even called it out she's like this is just not going that well um but she she must have been interested enough to keep it going but it's interesting it's interesting though because natasha knew there was a good chance piper might come because she had heard of the rumor so it was interesting that it, Natasha, like she must have liked Brendan enough to not start talking to other guys on the beach. Um, because if I were her, I would probably try to start talking to other guys on the beach when sure. you know things were kind of rocky with Brendan, right? But Natasha must have liked him enough, um, or he just played her enough because she played. kept him ar- around. Yep, yeah. just kept playing her. I mean, it was just just unbelievable 
unbelievable the way that Brendan played Natasha. You're right, Joey. At a certain point, Brendan was doing his absolute best to not kiss Natasha. He was doing his best to stay distant there because you, you could tell he didn't want to establish a strong relationship with Natasha because Piper was going to show up and he knew Pipes was going to show up and he didn't want to have a strong connection with somebody going into that. So he did everything he could to distance himself. But you're also spot on correct when you said Natasha was kind of like, what's going on here? I want to figure out what's going on. So Natasha went up to Brendan, and Brendan reassured her about everything. Brendan kissed her, number one. They have kissed multiple times. Brendan said, you are the best connection that I have here. And Brendan, also regarding the Piper stuff, Brendan said, we're not dating. Brendan reassured her about the Piper stuff as well, said that we are not dating. So you're right. Natasha came up to him and Brendan just spewed her a whole bunch of BS. He just spewed her nothing but BS. The first thing I want to say is their connection, Natasha and Brendan, it was romantic. It was. They were kissing. They are talking about the fact that they're the strongest connection that they have. They're giving each other roses. Something Brendan said, one of the many things Brendan said that really upset me was Brendan said that he gave her a rose so she could meet other people. Brendan said the reason he gave her the rose was that so she could meet other people? No, that's not why you gave her a rose. You gave her a rose because you had established to her both verbally and non-verbally that she was the person that you were interested in. And even if Piper showed up, you made it sound to Natasha like 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 that connection with Piper wasn't as strong and wasn't as real as it really was. And like Piper said, this is just Brendan paving the way for Piper to get there. It's incredibly disrespectful. It's not an okay way to act under any circumstances. Um, like I said, he 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 repeatedly tried not to kiss her. They ended up kissing and it was all a tactic just to get a rose and meet up with pipes and to do this whole thing on tv it's not okay joey thoughts on brendan telling natasha then what 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 brendan said regarding the fact that he gave her a rose so she could meet other people brendan then said probably the thing that disturbed me the most he said that natasha has selective hearing any any thoughts on brendan telling natasha she has selective hearing it's funny you said that because I literally just wrote that down as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that one stood out and resonated with a lot of Bachelor Nation. I mean, obviously, that's a huge statement to say. And it just is another testament to all the lies that Brendan was spewing. Yep. And obviously, obviously, Natasha's not going to believe all those lies. And it's, yeah, it's just so disrespectful to... Amanda, to have the audacity to say that after she already knew she was played is just incredible. Exactly, it's Joey. So disrespectful. Is he says it after. Exactly. It's so obvious to everybody. Everybody knows that Brendan played Natasha. Everyone on the beach knows it. Natasha knows it. Pipes knows it. Brendan, everybody knows it. So for him to, it's kind of like the Victoria P thing. Do you remember what happened with Victoria P when she got pushed into a corner? She went on attack mode. That's kind of what Brendan's doing here is he knows he's screwed. He knows he didn't handle this correctly. So instead of kind of apologizing to Natasha and admitting he didn't handle things right, he kind of went on the attack mode and told her that he had, that she has selective hearing. And this is when I became really impressed with Natasha. Natasha, the entire conversation stayed extremely calm. She stayed extremely mature. She knows she got played. She knows that Brendan is an absolute liar. She knows that things 
that that she deserves better than this. But all the meanwhile, when Brendan said that she had selective hearing, all she did was laugh. She just laughs. She goes, that's that's literally funny for you to say that. But she never raised her voice with him. She always stayed calm. She handled it with a lot of maturity. I really, really appreciate that character trait about Natasha is that even when she's being thrown into the depths of one of the worst things I imagine has happened to someone on Bachelor in Paradise, she manages to stay calm. She manages to stay cool. I was really impressed with Natasha and who she is as a person. I'm glad to see that she's killing it now on Instagram. She deserves absolutely nothing but love. Joey, what are your thoughts on Natasha? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because coming into this, I can't remember exactly when she left on her season. I didn't know that much about her, um, but man, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I don't think people can say enough good things about her. And one thing that really stood out to me from the episode was her detective work was amazing. Oh, my gosh. She was like, yeah, she, she was like, oh, yeah. So how many times have you hung out? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, and then Piper was like, "Oh, 10. And right. he's like, "Oh yeah, Brendan said too." Exactly. Like, no, and that was the reason why her detective That was amazing. It was. It was amazing, and she made a great decision to talk to Piper first because she's going to cross-reference what Brendan has told her with Piper. So she asked Piper first, and she said, "Exactly. How many times have you hung out?" Piper says 10. Brendan said 2. There was a massive difference between 10 and 2, a massive difference. And you know you've been played at that point. So you're absolutely correct about that. Yeah, I think Natasha is awesome. Another thing Brendan said that um, upset me was when he said that she had no prospects. He said Natasha didn't have any other prospects here. And I'm thinking to myself, she didn't have any prospects because she went up to you to confirm things with you. And at that point, you confirmed with her that she was the strongest connection that you had. She can you confirmed things by kissing her, which goes which which is stronger than words. Right. You're confirming that you are there to pursue a relationship with Natasha. He said that both verbally and even more powerfully non-verbally by kissing her. That's why she didn't have any other prospects, Brendan, is because of of, of you. So, Joey, the no prospects comment said a lot to me about Brendan because he is the reason she didn't have other prospects because they had conversations about this and... What what the hell is Brendan talking about here? This is when this is when I really started to go off the rails with this guy, and I said, "Wow, this guy is really capable of anything." Unbelievable comment. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that comment was just unbelievable. I mean, it was so disrespectful, so disrespectful, and it's like he just dug his grave, and instead of trying to get out of it, he he just kept digging it deeper and deeper yep, and deeper. Yep, it's yep, like, yep. Brendan. Do you not know you're on national television? And even if you weren't, to say to anyone that's a mean comment, to say to say to anyone, let alone on national television. Are you kidding me? Like I mean, yeah. I mean, what did he think was going to happen? I mean, he probably wasn't expecting the Instagram free fall, but I mean, he couldn't have been expecting good things and he even mentioned that he's like yeah, I'm probably incriminating myself. Yeah, no, no kidding. Brendan. You sure, you sure <laughs> did incriminate yourself, and you are now um, uh, reaping the um, 
not reaping the rewards, reaping the um, the, the all fallout, the, the, the free the, fall, the, the, the free fall <laughs> as a result. And what bothers me more than anything is after all of this, he gets a free ride. Grocery store Joe and Riley don't come after the ro- the right people. They come after Chris and Elena. They don't come after the guy who established himself as the worst on this episode, who is Brendan. He got a free ride. He shouldn't have. They. I assume he will get the wrath of of that beach at some point, but. They should have come after Brendan first. It was worse what he was doing. It was much more calculated. It was much more disrespectful. It was not okay. Grocery store Joe and Riley, I'm looking at you. Yeah, I mean, it's another. That's another reason why we need this show to be live. You know, we need a live Bachelor once we again. We do again, <laughs> again. I mean, we need live Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, oh my God! Such Could a you good imagine idea. that? Just the coofster looking right at the camera. <laughs> So, America, who should I take on a date next? And then she, like, brings the guys, like, over to her and, like, starts pointing at them. Um, yeah, because I, I don't... The thing is... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, there, no, I wasn't going to say anything. I don't think that they... I don't think they realized, especially, like I said, the stuff that, that um, Piper and Brendan said behind everyone's backs, right? We saw it, but they weren't they weren't by the group, right? So, no, but at the same time, this whole Brendan and Piper thing was made... So, Everybody could. Everybody knew about the Brendan Piper thing. Everybody on that beach knew what was happening. Okay, the Natasha thing with 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 Natasha getting kicked to the curb. They all saw that happen as well. They knew the reason why. They knew that Brendan and Piper had an established connection. Everybody on the beach did. You're right. They weren't able to hear the conversations that we were able to hear because of the microphone. But at the same time, everybody on that beach knew what was going on. Everyone knew what was going on. Yeah. I, um. Yeah. No. I agree. Where I, what I was kind of going with that one is I think that they will get the wrath. It's just taking a little bit later because it wasn't right in your face. Um, but I, I, I think the wrath is coming. So I'm really curious to see what happens because again, if it was, if it was a live show, they would know, okay, we need to give them the wrath, but I'm really curious to see since it's not a live show, are they going to get the wrath? And that I think a lot of bachelor nation is going to have be right on the edge of their seat with that one, because if there's no wrath given to them, then wow, that's I'm sorry. Gonna be, that's I'm gonna, gonna be horrible. I'm gonna start a riot. I'm yeah, starting a yeah. riot. If there's if there's if there yeah. is if there is no justice, yeah, yeah justice for, needs to be there, served. If for there Natasha. is if there's no justice for Natasha, there will be uh, there will be riots led by uh, Mike Kongslow. I will be I will be I will be leading the riots. Justice for um, Natasha. Demi. Demi wanted Kenny. Wasn't gonna happen. She took. She lost this one. She lost this battle. Okay. Um, he Kenny kind of found himself in a love square. Kenny seems to be a very, uh, very hot commodity over there. Uh, kind of found himself in a love square. He went on the date with Tia, but it didn't seem like that would amount to anything. So it kind of became a thing between Demi and Mari. Demi was gonna take the L on this one. What really irritated me, Joey, about Demi was she continued. She baited Kenny. By asking him, Kenny had pretty much made his decision that he was going to go with Mari. But Demi baited Kenny by asking him to go to the Boom Boom Room together so that she could use it as ammunition against Kenny when he goes back to Mari. 
She's literally using the Boom Boom Room as ammunition against him for when he goes back to Mari. That's the only reason she, all out of the blue, asked him to go to the Boom Boom Room together, is so that she could use that against him when he tries to go to Mari. It was an unbelievable thing to do. With all of the Brendan stuff that happened, all of the Chris stuff that happened, to me, that was the worst thing that happened in the entire episode, was Demi baiting Kenny with the Boom Boom Room so that she could use it as ammunition against him when he goes back to Mari. That was absolutely her plan. I think she would admit that that was her plan. I, I, there, there's no other way that I could see it. And it told me a lot about Demi and what she's capable of. That was an unbelievably uncool thing for Demi to do. Joey, any thoughts on that? I feel like people might not have really noticed that. I feel like with all the bombs going off on the beach, I feel like that kind of floated under the radar a little bit. But again, her baiting Kenny with the boom boom room to use it against him, not an okay thing at all. Yeah. I mean, I've said it on the podcast before and I'll say it now. Demi is probably my least favorite character contestant ever in in Bachelor history at this point. Wow. Yeah. I I mean, she has all of the traits I don't like in a person all wrapped (laughs) up into one person. Um, So so there's that. (laughs) But I will play devil's advocate a bit here and say, I don't know if her intention was per se to say, because that happened before, right? So I don't know if her intention was to say that, to use against him later, because I don't think she had the foresight to know that she might be needing that ammunition later because she didn't know that Kenny was going to go back to Mari. No, but, 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 but she, she, she can, she asked Kenny later after they went to the boom, boom room together. But then later after they went to the boom, boom room together, she was asking Kenny if they wanted to go back to the boom, boom room. And this is when she kind of knew he was going to be taking Mari. So she's kind of using that to, to again the the way I see it, she's using that. She wants Kenny to go to the boom 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 room with her, so that she can establish a stronger. I don't even want to call it relationship. It's really just just being very very manipulative, in in my opinion. And again, kind of using it as ammunition against him. Not the first time they went to the boom boom room. I'm talking about when they were asking when she was asking him to go. Um, after they already went the first time. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess at that point, had she already talked about Mari or talked to Mari or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then I, yeah, maybe I had the timeline a little bit off then on that because I thought that she did that just before, before that he had indicated he wanted to be at least i think so again this is just my kind of interpretation of what she of of what she was doing but the way that i saw it kind of led me to think that there was no question that was her game plan was to just very randomly say do you want to go to the boom boom room right now and the only reason she's doing that is again so she can use it against kenny again that was my interpretation of of it um but uh, yeah i i was not a fan of that um at all. And then Demi was calling Mari evil. Demi just doesn't know what to do when she gets rejected, does she? It's it's actually very satisfying to see. When Demi gets rejected, she has no idea what to do. It's pretty funny. Yeah, she was just spewing nonsense. She, <laughs> she was just spewing lies. Like She was just spewing any insults she that were coming to her head at the time. It was yeah. so outrageous. It was so untrue. And it was just, it was mind-blowing. Like, like none of that stuff she was saying about Mari held any substance. And luckily... No. Luckily, Kenny saw right through it. Yep. Kenny Kenny uh, handled things well. Kenny handled things very well. I'm not going to lie. I saw Kenny. I thought he was a meat castle coming in. I thought he was kind of a blockhead, but you know what? He proved me wrong. 
I honestly blockhead. Yeah, just a blockhead. I don't like think I, I've heard that one before. I yeah, like that. I, I thought he was just. A, I didn't think he was. You right. know, I don't know. I thought he was just kind of blocky. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. But he yeah. actually. I mean, when you show up like naked, right? You, you got to be right. You're obviously you're, a character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he. No, I mean he really honestly is has come through. I mean he seems like he's actually got a pretty good head on his shoulders. He realized. Mari's the one for me, which seems like clearly the correct choice for him on the show. And yeah, I mean, honestly, too, I'm just surprised with Kenny because I did not think we were going to be getting a love square out of Kenny. <laughs> I mean, that's a new one. I, I've i never seen the a love 40 year square. Old, the 40-year-old yeah. who yeah, doesn't 40 look 40, old. does not look 40 at all. He looks younger than us. I know. He looks younger than us. Definitely the, better than us. Too, the, so. the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the 40-year-old the, the definitely... Um, Definitely, yeah, it was definitely a very hot, hot commodity there. And it's not, I'm learning, it's not easy. It's not easy to be a hot commodity at Paradise. That's not really what you want. Ideally, you would kind of do what Riley and Marissa are doing and just kind of dish roses back to each other, you know, the whole time, you know, that that kind of thing. Being a hot commodity is a lot of, uh, it's a lot of stress. Um, was happy to see Kenny go back to Mari. Um, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I like Mari. I think she seems legit. I think she seems pretty mature, pretty level-headed. Um, I think she seems cool. Demi is anything but mature, anything but level-headed. Um, she is uh, not from this planet, and um, yeah, she's she's pretty nuts. Abigail and Noah. I want to touch on this real, real quickly. I thought they broke up last episode. It looks like they did not break up. It looks like they got back together. Joey... <laughs> I'm so skeptical of this Noah guy. What he said to Abigail was, he said to Abigail this, I feel like I'm giving, but I'm not receiving. And I'm thinking to myself, what are you giving her? My experience in watching the show, again, I'm only being shown, you know, I'll say I'm only being shown what the cameras have shown me up to this point. I don't know anything that has not been aired, et cetera, et cetera. But based on what I've been seeing, you are not giving her anything. You are just late. The only time Abigail tried to have a legitimate conversation with Noah, we talked about in the last podcast, when Noah just laid on his back and didn't look at her 90% of the time. His body language was completely disrespectful towards her. He was uninterested. He hardly even spoke to her. And I'm thinking to myself, you are giving to Abigail? You are not giving to Abigail at all. You are doing the opposite of giving. You are not giving anything. You don't deserve to be received. Abigail, you Noah is receiving a lot more than he is giving. For him to say, I feel like I'm giving, but I'm not receiving, makes absolutely no sense. And then Abigail said she agrees. And Abigail says she needs to work on her communication. Abigail's just such a sweetheart that she will... She will always kind of take the blame. I feel like I've learned that about her in Matt's season. I'm learning about that now in Paradise. Joey, thoughts on Abigail and Noah getting back together? I don't like it because I love Abigail, and I just don't think this Noah guy is right. I'm going to go. I'm going to have a hot take here. Are you, are you ready for this one? I, I could not be more ready for a Joey hot take. Just like on the last season when I said that I didn't think Blake liked Katie at all, I don't think Noah likes Abigail at all. Doesn't seem like it. I don't think he likes his, her. His behavior at all. has not shown it. Yeah, I don't I really don't think he likes her at he, all. He says it with his words, but his body language, his vocal inflection, everything else doesn't show it. So yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean that conversation they had when he was sipping mimosas <laughs> like it was like a couple episodes ago. One, I yeah, I I I think he seemed kind of like drunk or buzzed or something. He seemed out of it. I don't know, Sundays maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But I think 
whatever you want to call it, regardless, he didn't seem interested in Abigail at all. No. And she was just, she was being honest. She was being real. Like her conversation, her communication was perfect. She was trying to figure out what are we, Ex- what are we doing here? Ex- thank like you, like, I mean, thank it was you. mature. Like, like, are you kidding me? Like in life, you're, you're going to have those conversations and relationships. Noah, I don't know if he hasn't had them before or, or what's going on, but honestly, I don't, yeah, I, I agree. I hate to see Abigail beat herself up over that. And he just didn't give anything to her in that conversation. And like, she was like, uh, yeah, she was just trying to like hold his hand and stuff. And he didn't even want that. And no, I, it just feels very off. Um, I, I, yeah, I feel bad for Abigail. She thinks she's doing stuff wrong. She's not doing anything wrong. She's um, absolutely not. She's no. doing everything right. No, I would say yeah. the opposite. I would say she's doing yeah. everything right. Noah's doing everything wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the way I'm seeing. I, I'm seeing it. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, Titus Burgess. What is a, what, what is this? What is a Titus Burgess? Who is he? Um, I don't know who that is. Thoughts on him uh, taking over as host. Yeah, I didn't know him before. Still don't know him now. I don't know. It was. I, I don't know about that guy. I, <laughs> I, I to be honest, I haven't liked any of the hosts. I don't think any of them. I don't think Titus or Lance Bass. None of them were really that interesting to me. You like Spade? I did like Spade. Surprisingly, I liked Spade. I, I honestly miss Spade. I wish he would have stayed on for yeah. the whole season. I thought he did a good job too. Yeah. It looks like we're getting a little John edit here in the next uh, the next oh episode. My gosh. Little John's going to be if on. Little John. Joey hates the fact they're bringing Little John on. <laughs> and does any sort of real hosting? I thought with Little John, I thought all we were going to get was the preview. I love how you call him Little John, not Lil John. You call him Little, <laughs> little John. Little, little John. We're going to get Little, little We're going to get Little John. It's just the whitest thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay. <laughs> Talk about Little John. I went with little John, little John, but I, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just say whatever you want. I, I thought that what we were going to get was him doing the previews, which I wasn't super stoked about, but I was okay with it. Sure. I was content with him giving the previews. Yeah, a pretty limited role. Yeah. Right. A very, very limited. We didn't really even see him. We just heard him. It's fine. But now, now if he comes on in full capacity and tries to be a host, that's going to break me. I'm going to be absolutely broken. Well, you know, prepare to be broken because that's exactly what's going to happen. So just pre- pre- prepare to be absolutely broken uh, when, when he shows up as a host because that is uh, that is what the plan is. So we'll see what happens that what happens there. Um, Kendall and Joe drama. Was was that it? Are, are, are we done with the, the Kendall Joe drama that ABC kept baiting us with uh, from the beginning of Paradise? They kept saying that they kept showing Kendall coming back and and Joe unraveling and it was going to be crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy to see the way things worked out. It seems like grocery store Joe just kind of talked to Kendall about why they broke up to begin with and the fact that he's with Serena now. And it seemed like Joe kind of moved on. So I was happy to see how things worked out in terms of the drama that you were so hyped up to see, Joey. Was 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 that it? Because I gotta, I can't lie. That was some weak sauce drama there for ABC. I was expecting much, much, much more than that. Talk about things that break me. I am absolutely <laughs> broken, broken by how little drama we got from that. It's I such that... A, it's such an over exaggerated <laughs> word to call you broken. When I think of somebody who's broken, I think of them lying in the fetal position and something horribly wrong has happened. You're talking about the Kendall Joe drama didn't live up to what you were hoping for. <laughs> but okay, you're broken. All right. It just, man, it just did not deliver at all. On any level. I mean, I wanted to see Grocery Store Joe in a puddle. 
I mean, come oh, on, come on, if, dude. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. My boy, grocery store Joe. Uh, we don't want to see him in. A, I, I didn't want to see him in a puddle, but I know you're 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 wanting every bit of uh, of drama you can get. I, yeah, I want to see anybody in a yeah. puddle if it's yeah, gonna make yeah, for I good know, drama. I know. Who can I mean, blame you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, if I had an ex girlfriend that I still supposedly loved, come on the beach when I'm talking to some girl that I've known for a couple days. Are you kidding me? Right. I would be I'd be shook. Yeah, there's a lot more going on in the mind of Joe and in the mind of Kendall and in the mind of Serena that they are not um, expressing on camera right now. We are not getting a very good deep dive into the mind of Joe and into the mind of Kendall right now, which I don't really appreciate. I think ABC should have done a better job. If they didn't want to blow this up into huge drama, that's okay. But they should have gave us some more insightful conversations, I think, Um between Joe and Serena about Kendall with Kendall and the other girls, maybe talking about um, Kendall's thoughts on being back with Joe there. I think we got a little bit of it, but not enough to, to satisfy me and kind of figure out what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, I couldn't agree more. And I thought that was going to be the yeah, the pinnacle of the whole season. I mean, I thought, yeah, I thought we was going to we were going to get an entire episode basically dedicated to that. And we didn't get that at all. Yeah, I did, and, too. Yeah, I was just so surprised. I mean, it's so interesting because the thing with like Chris and Alana, for example, felt to me a bit scripted. <laughs> it seemed like it was like, man, he's really, really going to make out with her on the first night right in front of Jocenia. And Jocenia just so happened to walk up at that moment, right? It felt a little scripted. Sure. And But the thing is, if we're getting that, where, where are we getting? We're not getting Kendall walking in. On Serena P and Joe kissing, like where is that? Oh, you're you're asking for ABC. That's, you're asking yeah, for you're asking for some scripting. You're asking for more yes. ABC scripting. <laughs> that's what I want. That's what I want. ABC. Well, that is well. what I'm want, and that is what I'm not getting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see what happens there. I I think that there is a good chance that could happen in future episodes. I don't think the Kendall Joe thing is done by a long shot. I think we could probably both agree on that, but. Yeah, that was some pretty underwhelming stuff, and it's going to be weird now. I'm interested to see what Kendall's next move is going to be. Um, I don't really see her talking to too many guys there, so I'm kind of interested in what her next move is going to be. And if she, I, I could see Joe being kind of broken when Kendall gets with somebody else there, but I don't really know for sure. Um, Joey, ready for the power rankings? Oh, yeah. It is now time for Joey's power rankings. This is the power rankings um, this kind episode? of for, for this episode. The most confusing part of our show every time. Because it, I swear it changes every time. Joey makes his picks and nobody knows what the hell they actually mean. Um, okay. It's kind of based off the season. So Abigail. It's kind of based off the season. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the newest installment of Joey's power rankings. These are actually your top five best of the season so far kind of what the hell are these halfway all right there is joey's power ranking song joey explain the power rankings um this time around it's going to be just some people i like some people i don't like some goats and woats goats and woats four goats four woats cool we got an order uh yeah i do have an order cool from just this episode or paradise in general or is it is it uh, Uh, biased biased in this episode but including paradise in general um no actually this one's like pretty much just this what we saw from these two episodes this week gotcha all right let's do it what one do you want first goats or woats uh, let's do goats first goats first okay (coughs) so number four i'm gonna go with kenny um i know we talked about him good pick already but kenny like you said he really surprised me i mean i honestly 
thought, like he said, he was kind of a blockhead, honestly, when he came onto the beach. <laughs> I know that's probably kind of harsh, but I did. No, um, I mean, but he, but that's just the way he kind of portrayed himself, right? Like when he came onto the beach, but he actually. He showed a lot. I mean, the guy actually was seemed pretty mature, and he he actually what I really liked about Kenny is he actually seemed like he was genuinely looking for love. Right. I actually think Kenny was actually. I mean, obviously they're all there for the followers sure. to some degree, but I think Kenny was really just there to, to see what happened, find yeah, love, right? Exactly. He, right. You know, he's forty, and I do too. He was really giving it a real shake, like you could tell in his conversations with Demi with Mari. He was really trying to figure it out, right? And yeah. you know, and I, I really like that. And yeah, I just I, I didn't like you, we were talking about earlier when he was talking with Demi. He knew this isn't right. Like Demi, yeah, she's fun. She can be fun, but this is not the girl I'm gonna marry, right? And he, yep, he knew with Mari there was something different, and we could see that, right? Yep, there was something different. So I thought he made very mature moves, and he was like, you know what? This is not fun. This is not very fun. But he went back to Mari. And I genuinely believe that when Mari told Kenny that, that hey, I want to date other people, he was sad by that. And he was like, you know what? Okay, then I will too, right? And so right. And now I think he came back to Mari. I think it was the right choice. I do too. I hope that uh, Kenny and Mari stay together because I do think that um, it, it, it seems pretty legit. I think Mari's legit. I think Kenny's legit. I think that's a great pick um, for your goats. And he had to have some real tough conversations with Demi. And it can't be easy to have a tough conversation with Demi. It just can't be. Um, she's extremely over the top. She's pretty scary. I think <laughs> what both Tia, when Tia and Kenny went on a date, they were both talking about how scared they are of, of Demi. And uh, <laughs> I think I was talking about the fact I'm a little, I, I don't even know her and I'm a little scared of her as well. So it can't be easy. So very good pick. Uh, number three. Yeah. Or the last thing I was going to say, sure. Kenny, but that, that is, I agree. That was so funny when, He's like, yeah, I'm I'm even a little afraid of yeah, Demi. Yeah, is like, ooh, I don't want to upset her. I'm afraid of her. And Kenny's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of her too. I imagine anybody who uh, Demi knows is probably afraid of her. Yeah. It's just funny by the size comparison to Kenny's this huge <laughs> jacked guy. Demi's this tiny, tiny girl. It's just funny how he's even yeah. I'm a little afraid of her. It's exactly. Hilarious. Yeah, that is funny. All right, good pick. Number three. All right, so number three, probably going to come as no surprise, but my boy Aaron I know we haven't talked about him that much. I think that's a good pick. Um, but Aaron was, it was, I liked Aaron because he was genuinely putting himself out there more. That's what we wanted from Aaron, right? And we finally saw him on a date and he was genuinely, I don't know. He seemed like he was trying to, uh, you know, figure it out. And he's, he's funny. Aaron's just hilarious. I don't know. He seems like a super funny guy and he was just willing to joke with Chelsea on their date. And it was so funny because when Becca ended up taking, Thomas on a date I thought Becca handled it really well yeah she went up to Tammy and asked her very maturely yep and of course Tammy wanted to say no but of course Tammy said yes that's fine and Tammy started crying and Aaron goes Tammy Tammy deserved to cry I know I, I remember him <laughs> saying that too it was pretty brutal pretty brutal but I think also pretty fair considering what Tammy did what Tammy did to Aaron was not okay at all. She was the one who made out with Thomas right in front of Aaron. It was not cool at all. And then I think Aaron was kind of continuing on. He's like kind of looking at everyone. He's like, I keep telling all you guys about Thomas. It's like, do you think I'm like lying to you? Like, I know Thomas. I keep telling you guys he's not a good person. Do you think I'm just like lying to you? No, I'm not lying to you. She deserves oh. to cry. It was brutal of him to say that. But I think 
I think kind of fair. I didn't feel super bad for Tammy because I didn't appreciate her doing Aaron dirty like that. Um, yeah, Aaron, you know, I, I kind of gained some, I've never been the biggest Aaron fan, but I gained some points for him this episode. He seemed, uh, he seemed pretty cool. Seemed like the date with Chelsea, um, went all right as well. So, uh, yeah, good pick there. Yeah, that that's, yeah, I was going to say that too. That's what I love about Aaron. He's, <laughs> he's just so blunt. Yeah. He, yeah. Like you were, like you mentioned, he's just, it's like, you guys, you guys think I'm just making all this stuff up, don't you? You think I'm making all this up about Thomas? And it's just so funny because right. everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we know you hate Thomas. Exactly. But it's just, I don't know. He is, he's hilarious. I think Aaron's funny. Yeah. He's great. Uh, yeah. No, I shouldn't say he's great. I, I, I enjoyed him more on this episode though. Um, and he can definitely be funny. Absolutely. Uh, good pick. Number two. All right, number two, I'm going to go with Abigail. Yup. Um, yeah, I mean, she was, Abigail is great for so many reasons. One, like we already mentioned, she's so real with Noah. And I I really, yeah, it is tough to watch her, 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 her you know, kind of get down on herself for things that really is not her fault. But also, it, it's also that point, but it's also when everything went down with Chris and Jasenia. Abigail came to Jasenia's aid. Like she yep. was out there hugging her. She always does that. Yeah. She and it's always just... does that. She's such she seems like such a great friend to the people on the beach. She was a great friend to everybody on Matt's season. All notice this, Joey. All of the girls love Abigail. You're not gonna find one girl on that beach that does not love and support Abigail because Abigail loves and supports the other girls that are there. She always seems like such a great friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, she just there's there's no there's no surprise that all the girls really like her. She's amazing. I don't know. I have nothing else to say besides that. No, no. I I think you're I think you're spot on correct. I don't I don't I don't have much more to add on on Abigail as well. I just hope things you know work out with with Noah. That's the direction she wants to go. I'm a little bit skeptical of it. I don't, I don't like seeing her being um, being you know, kind of treated the way she is by Noah. I'm not a fan of that, but um, is what it is. So good, good pick there at number two and then number one. Yeah. Sorry, not to backtrack again, but no. one thing on what you said, I actually hope things don't work out with her and Noah. You know why? Because I don't think Noah treats her that well. Yeah, no. And I, I think no, I know she what you deserves mean. to be treated like a queen. <laughs> I right. don't know. Like right. I think she deserves right. to be I do too. Really, Absolutely. Really well, right? Absolutely I do. You're right, Joey. You're 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 right. I think when I say that I think I mean I, I hope maybe Noah comes around um and, and, and treats her better, but you're you're spot on correct, Joey. I, I really shouldn't say that. I, I really should say Abigail deserves somebody who's gonna treat her the way she deserves to be treated. And I haven't seen that from Noah thus far. So very, very well put. Um Numero Uno, your favorite person from the episode. Uh so, you ready for this? I, I Who do you think it is? I don't know. I was just thinking that to myself. I was going to muster a guess, but I don't know. I can't imagine it's Grocery Store Joe. I don't... I don't... Oh, it's Natasha, right? Natasha. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. So, note, Joe has been number one. Grocery Store Joe has been number one every single week. Has he? Didn't even, didn't even crack the goat list this yeah. week. And yeah, yeah. That's not even that should come as no surprise. Yeah, he probably. lost some, he lost a little bit of points for me when he brought out the pitchforks, and I think he pointed the pitchforks again at the wrong people. He shouldn't have been pointing them at Chris as much as he should have been pointing them at Brendan. But for you to put Natasha as number one, I mean, that makes complete sense to me. Like I've mentioned before, she handled herself with a lot of poise, a lot of maturity. She was very calm and cool and collective. It was like I was kind of like I was kind of like, dang, like you are you are you got a solid head on your 
your shoulders to be handling yourself the way that you are with Brendan on national television like that. That was real impressive. Natasha is um, awesome. Like I said, justice for Natasha or there will be riots. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. I actually looked up justice for natasha on twitter and twitter <laughs> is broken already it's blowing up i love bachelor yeah, nation it's I blowing love up it. i love the fact that bachelor nation is all in on this they are all in on unfollowing brendan and pipes following natasha hashtag justice for natasha it's a beautiful thing bachelor nation i could not be happier and more proud of you to see everybody go Come out in full force in support of Natasha, who is an absolute queen. And Natasha is dynamite. She, I, I've, I've, I've liked her throughout the course of Paradise. Don't really remember her on her season because I, I, I didn't really, I don't really remember anything from Pilot Pete's season. I didn't really watch it that closely. I wasn't doing the podcast at that point. But in terms of her at Paradise, yeah, she, she just seems, she, she, she seems awesome, man. And she, she deserves to be with somebody who's going to treat her right. And I hope that we get to see that happen with her at Paradise. I hope that she gets with somebody who's going to treat her the way that she deserves to be treated. Why do the nicest people get treated the worst? You know what I mean? Abigail gets treated the worst. Natasha gets treated the worst. I feel like that's like a common theme with this show and it just bothers me. Yeah. I, I just think it's because a lot of people are, they like want to try to avoid the drama or something and they think that the the, the mean people are going to like come back for them to, you know, like, like Demi, like are going to like, you know, they're like, oh, Kenny's like, I'm afraid of Demi. They're going to come try to come back at them. I'm not sure. But yeah. one thing I will say, kind of getting back to Natasha agree with all your points i mean she is amazing i don't think it's kind of hard to dispute that at this point and one thing i just noticed i mentioned this briefly but she just seems so intelligent she seems really smart yeah definitely like she she was so collected and like you said we see so many times in the show one in particular that stands out with greg last season he let emotions get the best of him right right and oh my gosh, you have to imagine her blood would be boiling. Exactly. How would it not be absolutely yeah. boiling? Yeah, exactly, Joey. Watching yep. Brendan cheers the group to, to being here for the right reason. And I'm boiling. sure, I'm, exactly. And I'm sure Natasha felt betrayed by the beach, by pretty much everybody on the beach for the fact that they did not, the pitchforks were not aimed at Brendan and Piper in any kind of way there. She had to have been. So you're right, Joey. Her blood must have been absolutely boiling. And I'm sure what she wanted to do was yell and scream at everybody there but she didn't instead she took a deep breath or she did whatever she needed to do or to calm herself and to, to again handle things with a lot of maturity yeah it's, it's it's cool to see that it's really really cool and almost kind of inspiring to see somebody behave like that um on this show i like it when that happens it doesn't happen too much but natasha showed that in a big way really glad to see that she's just absolutely destroying it on Instagram with the followers. Keep following Natasha. If you're listening to this right now, go go give Natasha a follow because she absolutely deserves it. She's great. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's we pretty much c- could sing her praises all, all night here. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, she just, she's, yeah, she's so smart and so calm. And it's just, it is almost inspiring. I mean, I don't know. If she's doing meditation or whatnot, <laughs> yeah. but Natasha, she must if you be doing are, something, man. Tell That's me working. what you're doing because yeah. I wish I was more calm. Yeah, in in life in general. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> at, at work. Yeah, yeah, whatever it might be. Same, because you're. Yeah, she's absolutely crushing it. I agree. I like love to see her skyrocket on Instagram. 
wish her nothing but the best, whether it's on Paradise or after. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Can't Bro- say enough good. <laughs> Bros in the break room, as you can very well hear, is Team Natasha. So that brings us to, that was your number one pick. Great number one. Let's move to the Wotes now. Your worst of all time. The worst people on this episode. The people you did not care for from this episode. Hit me at numero quattro, number four. So this is probably not going to come as a huge surprise. I bet a lot of these won't be. Yeah, yeah most of them. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to go with Chris. And for this reason. Yeah, right, that's a good pick. <laughs> Chris, I do not think he got a fair shake. I don't. I really don't. I agree with you. I think the pitchforks should have been aimed at Brendan and Piper first and foremost yep. before they were ever aimed at Chris. Yep. However, Chris, what are you doing, man? Yeah, right. What are yep. you doing? Yep. Yep. Let's not forget that it was not okay <laughs> for Chris to do that, for Chris to make out with Alana when he had really established and kind of confirmed things with Jasenia was not a cool move. Was it outside of the realm of what I've seen before in Paradise? No. I see people doing uncool things like this all the time. But you're right, Joey. That was not an okay thing for him to do at all. And it's good for you to put him on, on the, the the woke list. He deserves that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's, yeah. I mean, like, like you said, I mean, even when Tammy made out with Thomas on the day bed in front of Aaron, these things can happen. However, Chris, come <laughs> on, man. The thing is. Like, you just don't do that, especially not yeah. right away, right? Like, right away. Right. It did right. seem suspicious yep. that it happened yep, it right did. away. Right. And not to mention to Jasenia. Like, Jasenia is a gem. Like, if I ever got a girl like yeah, Jasenia to like me, oh, man. I would be all in. I would not be doing dumb stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Making out with other girls in front of a girl like that. I, yeah. I just... I don't know how, if that was producer-driven or what, but now he's going to have to live with that. And, um, I, like, again, I don't think he deserved as harsh of a backlash as maybe he got because maybe he didn't feel that spark with Jasenia, but he should have handled it much better, much, much better. He should have talked to Jasenia one-on-one, and he should not have just immediately made out in front of her. It's so no. it dis- disrespectful, he, No, Yeah, it was very disrespectful to just Jasenia. I don't want that to get misinterpreted. There was some, definitely some disrespect towards um, Jasenia there. And I could tell a lot of regret from Chris the next day, man. He was moping around. He was extremely sad about the way that he handled things. I could tell there was a lot of regret um, with, with, with Chris about the way that he handled things. So good pick on your vote list. I don't want to, you know, again, I think the pitchforks were, were aimed at the wrong people here. But at the same time, Chris, that was not... Not a cool move at all, and it definitely uh, definitely was something that he ended up uh, regretting quite a bit. Uh, number three. So number three, I know we already talked about her um, already, but I'm going to go with Demi. Yep. Um, just like we, we've already talked about her uh, kind of at length, but honestly, I think Demi, it's funny because everyone talks about, oh, we're here for followers, and it seems to me that Demi is for sure – Pretty high on the list of their four followers. Unfollow Demi. <laughs> Unfollow Demi. If you're yeah. following Demi, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you follow Demi, pause the podcast. <laughs> Go unfollow Demi and then come back. Yeah, I thought it was very ironic how at one point when Chris and Alana left, she was so rude. She had a confessional to the camera and said, oh, yeah, Chris, go pack your bags 
and get the like bleep out of Mexico. And it's like, come really, Did really. You? I don't remember that. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and it's just like, come on, like, I mean, you you can kind of say like, okay, maybe they shouldn't have been here, but just in the manner she went about it, and then it, like we already talked about the way that she was talking to Kenny and spewing lies about Mari. It just it just was it just wasn't a great look. Wasn't a great look. I'm with you. Uh, number three. Um, er, number two. Number two. My bad. Um, no, you're good. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, and these are going to be obvious too. Yeah, the obvious too. Uh, is it Brendan? Brendan Pipes coming yeah, in. Yeah, Piper. Piper's two. Brendan one. So yeah. we can just talk about it together, which we probably already talked about it enough. But um, yeah, again, with just Piper specifically, really sad to see her collude with do you think Brendan. let me ask you this do you think that they are do you think it is unsalvageable do you think bachelor nation will now permanently hate brendan and piper forever oh yeah there's no there's no coming yeah, back. yeah that mean, sucks for them stuff, man yeah that's a yeah, big deal for yeah. them that's oh, yeah. a huge oh, yeah. deal for them i oh, mean yeah. their their life has kind of become this show to a certain extent especially if they're moving into the influencer sphere and they're starting to do things there um their reputation matters a lot to them. And so if they have completely spoiled their reputation by doing what they're doing, I mean, man, that's that's tough for them. Man. I'm not saying they don't deserve it, but let's start maybe coming to the beach without <laughs> significant others. You know what I mean? Let's start considering doing that because, yeah, man, they, they did this for clout and they ended up getting the opposite of that. You know, they did it for followers and they ended up losing a lot of followers. So... Yeah, they're they're probably permanently going to be on Bachelor Nation's uh, do not trust or do not like list, aren't they? Yeah, no, they they most definitely will. And it's yeah, it's so interesting because they had such this game plan going in, and it just could not have gone more the other way than it did. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't have gone worse for them. It just really couldn't have. I know, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was so interesting. Like you, the you, only you, way the only way it could have gone worse is if the pitchforks were directed at them. I would say, but yeah, yeah, and like like we mentioned, hopefully that's still coming. Yeah, but I think you made a really good point. I think people are going to think twice about coming to the beach <laughs> if they even have an inkling of something that happened before. People are really going to think twice about it for because they like you mentioned it was a perfect point. They care about their reputation. Yeah, and that's their life. They want to be an influencer after the show. And I I, I don't blame them. I probably would, too. <laughs> yeah. If I could have any job in the world, it would be the host of The Bachelor, number one, because that's not work. But number two would be an influencer, because that's not work either. Yeah. I mean, that'd be so easy. However, yeah, I mean, if, heck, if you go on a season and it goes well for you, like, Brendan, he had 350,000 followers. I'm going to check it, yeah. You should take those 350,000 followers and run. You do not try to – if you have a girlfriend, you do not try to go on the show again. And I think, in a way, it was a good thing this kind of happened, like a silver lining maybe. He is, he is 268,000 now. <laughs> He's lost 82,000 followers. That is That's absolutely that. incredible. Wonder how crazy is it going to be if he gets down to, like, single digit thousands or something <laughs> from like 350,000 <laughs> yeah. to like 5,000. I, I imagine things will level off here for him at a point, but he's at 268,000. Natasha is at, uh, Natasha, Brendan was at, what did I say? 268. Natasha is at 347, Joey. 
She's at 347,000 347,000? <laughs> she had like 80,000 yeah, like like two days 80. ago. That, that's she had 80. That is now she's un- 347,000. unbelievable. She is just... Ri- Bachelor Nation, again, bravo. Round of applause to you, Bachelor Nation, for handling this the right way and serving up some of that big, juicy Instagram justice. All right? I love seeing that happen. Love seeing that happen. Yeah, I I agree. Hats off to Bachelor Nation. I I had no idea they would respond like this. It's pretty it's pretty incredible. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. I think it's awesome. Um, Joey, well, very very well done with that. We are going to be wrapping up. So everybody have a great rest of your evening, and we will see you next week. See you next time.